Welcome guys to the Gridiron Gurus. My name's Keith. I'm joined by the Coach King, and I'm also joined by Austin. We're going to be doing our our game picks for conference championship week, and there's only power three power five power fives. So we had to add in some three of the group of five championships, and then we also added in uh, an, an FCS game as well. So I'm going to start it off. We're going to start off with Gardner Webb at William and Mary, something that we know, you know, nothing about whatsoever. I'm not even going to pretend like I know what I'm talking about with either one of these teams. I'm going to take the home team. William and Mary is ten and one. I think Gardner Webb is. They might have won seven ball games this year. I think it's more like six and four, or six and maybe even six and six. I don't know. Um, so I'm going to take the ten and one William and Mary home team. We're money lining this one, right? There is no spread. Up. Like okay, okay, all right. Just making sure. I think I don't want to be risky on this one, so I think I'm going to stay in line with it. I think I'm going with the home team. That's probably a good idea. Because <laughs> yeah, this, if you're going to go risky, there's some there's other games I could do that, but exactly I don't think I want to go on. risky on this one. So I think I'm going to stick right. with William and Mary. William and Mary's you know known to have um, a pretty good uh, football team in the past, so I think I'm going to stick with William and Mary here. That sounds good. Awesome. Just give me the yellow and uh, green team. Early golden green, that's what they wear, right? They're both golden green. Hey. Nah, I'm crap. I'm, I'm, I'm messing with you. I'm totally messing with you. Yeah, give me one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Clean sweep there, and I don't think he made that more difficult than it needs to be. Oh, man. Um. Yeah, that, that's a clean sweep for us. And typically, we don't actually like to do that because yeah. it's bad, bad mojo. But I think on that one, I think we're okay. The next game we have is North Texas at UTSA. This is a 7.30 kick. UTSA is an eight-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm going to go to Jesse first on this one. They're at home, and, you know, UTSA, they still have that really good running back, though I cannot think of his name. McCormick? Uh, yeah, I think they have, yeah, is it McCormick. Sinceri McCormick? Is yes. That his name? Um, I think that the running game probably plays a factor in this game, and they get the job done at home. I think, I mean, eight-and-a-half points – I think they they probably win by ten at That's, least. Yeah. I'm 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 landing somewhere around ten, so I take UTSA. Okay. What is it? Yeah. The, uh, eight and a half points to UTSA. North Texas is on the road. Give me UTSA. Uh, I think we're all there. I, yeah. I, I think Jesse hit the nail on the head. I think a 10-point ball game is probably where I would land on this. Yeah. So it, that covers it, would, it would take a little more points, I think, for me to take North Texas. I, mean, I think, uh, well, 10 and a half, 11. I think this is where I would probably draw the line. Probably, yeah. Um, at, at least think about it. At least, that. yeah. You know. I, I was landing somewhere around 14, 14 and a half, just because, you know, you're looking would, at two, possibly three possessions. But I would look at North Texas comfortably yeah. if it was around that, around that range, yeah. The next game on our list is Coastal Carolina on the road at Troy. The game is in Troy, Alabama. 3.30 kick ESPN. Troy, eight and a half point favorites. Austin, I'm gonna go Coastal. I don't I don't know a lot about Troy, but that seems like a really big spread. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, said, you said Troy's eight and a half point favorites. Favorite. You're, you're giving, you're eight, giving and eight, eight and a half to Coastal. coastal. Yeah, yes. that seems like a lot to me. Coastal looked really bad last week without Grayson McCall. Like they just looked out of sync. And it could have been that they were, I mean, because they were already in the championship game regardless. It didn't matter what they did last week. They were already playing in the Sun Belt Championship. Um, and then we talked about the old Dominion team being a pretty good team anyway. Um, but 
if Grayson McCall is not playing, and I don't know if he's expected to be a game-time decision, I don't know if he is playing, I actually don't know, and I, I hate that I don't know because it worries me making this pick. Um, but if he's not playing, it's going to be tough sledding uh, for Coastal Carolina. I think that they're going to have a time with this game. Um, <sighs> Do you want me to give you the record of the wins and losses for each team to help make this pick? No, uh, nah, I mean, it won't really. Coastal Carolina has lost Old Dominion 49-21. to That, yeah. And then lost to James Madison Big 47-7. to But like you said, McCall – did he not play at all in the he, game? Or he was out all game last week. Yeah, he was he was uh, sidelined, um, but Troy's two losses were to Ole Miss, they lost twenty eight to ten, mm-hmm. and lost to App State thirty two twenty eight. I still think I'm going to lean with Coastal Carolina here and take the eight and a half points. I think I'm going to take them. I just I'm kind of. I guess I'm playing more into the coach right now, right? And I think that um, after the game they had last week, mm-hmm. um, I think Jamie Chadwell and his staff are going to do a really good job of putting a good a good game plan together, going on the road because uh, this isn't this isn't a neutral site championship. It's at Troy. It's at Troy. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, I think I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Coastal because they I, I have faith in them getting back to back Sunbelt championships. I agree with everything you say. I think that this line is probably about right. I'm going to take Troy at home to get the Sunbelt Championship. I think they win by nine. I think it's – and I honestly could be completely wrong. Coastal could cover this and win the game. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take the home team. I'm going to take the, the eight and a half. They're going to cover the eight and a half. Okay. Next game on our list is Fresno State at Boise. This game is played – in Boise. It's a 4 o'clock kick on Fox. Boise State is a three-and-a-half point favorite. I'll take the lead on this. Boise at home is different. Yeah. Boise at home is different. I think they cover the spread fairly easy. I mean, I know Fresno State's not a, a scrub by any means, but I'm going to take Boise State to win by seven to ten points. I think I'm with you here. Fresno State is not a bad team. Um, they're not a scrub, I should say. Um, but they're not the same team they were a year ago. Um, so I, th- I think that Boise State, like you said, at home is just different. Um, now, is this for the Mountain West? It's actually a conference. Okay. Yeah, I think, I mean, Boise State's been here before. They've played in these games. I think that they're conditioned for this. I, I take Boise State. Okay. I'm going to take Boise State. Just keep it simple. Reiterate what you guys have already said. Okay. Now we get into our. No, there's one other uh, group of five that we're going to do. I'm going to go off my list, but it's UCF at Tulane. This game is being played in New Orleans. Four o'clock kick on ABC. Tulane is a four and a half point favorite. I'm going to go to Jesse first on this. Of course he would. Uh, man. The, and we, we talked on the podcast two weeks ago, I think it was. The same game was played in Tulane, 
and I said we're seeing we we could see a repeat in the conference championship. Here we are, conference championship week, repeat. UCF won that game, and Tulane Tulane's a very they're both really good football teams. Um, but I think given the repeat, giving them another opportunity to ride the ship at home in you know a conference championship game, I think I like Tulane. It's a four and a half. I, I don't like the fact that we're giving points to UCF because giving points to that offense is not that, that's not a good matchup to pick against. But I'm taking Tulane to win. I'm gonna say by a touchdown. I'm gonna say they win by seven. Picking Tulane. I'm picking Tulane. I'm gonna go against the grain here. I picked. I think I picked earlier in the year. I picked Tulane to win this, and UCF ended up pulling. No, off. you picked UCF. Yeah, I picked UCF. Yeah, because okay. that was. I picked Tulane and lost. I, I remember vividly. I was well, very. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with. Gus Malzahn again to win a big game. I think he's been in these kinds of situations before, a little bit more weathered when it comes to this. Tulane's never <coughs> never been at this kind of point in their football program's history, if I'm right. Correct? Is this their uh, first ever conference championship game? I'll be honest, I'm not sure. I know I they, I they've I not been in the American for, for too long, I don't think. I think they were in the CUSA for <coughs> years. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a very good possibility. I may just... I know, I may, I may just I made a completely idiotic statement, but I know I've not seen them do this in a long time, and I think Gus well, Malzahn's I mean, been in these situations before. So I know they've not played in the American Conference Championship because they've not Correct. been in it for very long. No, they, they've, they've. I would say less than probably ten years, maybe, maybe not even that long. Maybe more like. I will five say or six. it is. It's hard to beat the same team twice. That's that's kind of where I'm at with it. Is uh-huh. that I'm not taking anything away from UCF. I think UCF is a great team. I think Gus Malzahn's a great coach. Just. Giving them another shot. I, I think know, you're also giving Gus Malzahn, who I think is a really great offensive mind. I don't know if, if he's – I think he's a great head coach. I know some people don't believe that. But I think you're giving him the same team again that he can just break down the same film and yeah. just kind of break down more and see more. So, anyways, I'm, I'm babbling, but I'll, I'll take UCF and Gus Malzahn. To, um, what was I'm, the point spread on that again? Four and a half. Four and a half. I'm – no, I'm gonna keep it short and sweet. I mean, I've always talked about you know location matters for games. This game is in New Orleans, but I'm with Austin. I think that Malzahn is going to be able to do enough in the game to win by you know cover the spread by a touchdown. And plus, Tulane has those ugly, ugly uniforms. So I actually kind of like the Tulane uniforms. Oh, it's the, the craziest color it's, combination. Yeah. You wouldn't expect it to look good, but I think it looks good. It doesn't. Um, <laughs> give me the Golden Knights. Um, Okay, now we get into our Power 5 championship conference picks. Starting out with Clemson at North Carolina. The game is played in Charlotte. 8 o'clock kick on ABC. 7.5 point favorite is Clemson. Austin, I'm going to go to you first. This game's kind of boring to me because I feel like both of these programs are just overrated. Yeah, um, I know the May the May guy. He's great quarterback, great statistics. Pro, he's he's going to be in New York. He may win in New York. Honestly, he may he, at this he rate. May. It's a good. There's a good chance he may. Um, I just don't like either one of these football clubs. I really don't. I, and I said that a few weeks ago when North Carolina played Georgia Tech. I just don't really think that highly of North Carolina. I'm going to take Clemson simply because that defensive line is is still ridiculous. I don't. I mean, I know DJ the offensive side of the ball struggles. They pretty much gave the ball to South Carolina 
multiple times Saturday. Mm-hmm. I just think they're too talented for North Carolina. You and me go, or you go. go. I got it. Um, I, I'm gonna just piggyback on what he said. I'm gonna I, my, my pick is Clemson to cover. Um, I think that after last week, after that awful loss, I know that awful loss, lost to an underrated South Carolina team. Mm-hmm. You know, if you listen to the podcast yesterday, we talked with KTG about South Carolina's resume as a, as a blind resume, and it stacks up with Michigan. With Michigan. And to me, Actually, it looks better than Michigan. If you if you compare wins, it looks better than Michigan. Exactly. So I shouldn't say it's an embarrassing loss, but it's still a loss to South Carolina. It's an in-state rival. I think that Dabo rides the ship, gets it turned around, especially against the North Carolina defense that is not very good. I mean, like you said, May is a good quarterback, and he may lead them to a victory. But I just give me give me Dabo and give me Clemson, who's been there, ready ready to ready for the stage. I don't have any room to take gambles, but at this point, the the boat has sunk. There, uh, the Titanic is going under. The captain is singing with the ship. Why not swing for the fences? I'm going to blow y'all's minds here, but I actually think that North Carolina not only covers the spread, or they well, they're getting points. Listen, there's still there's still a little bit of your reputation to salvage here. I. I honestly, I said before, as soon as, as soon as North Carolina made it in, I said I think there's a chance that North Carolina could beat Clemson. That was before they they played South Carolina last week. After watching them play South Carolina, I think there's more than a chance. I think that it happens. I think North Carolina. I'm not saying they they blow them out. Obviously, I think it's a close game just like last week. But I have more. You, you know, Austin all talks about all the time about you know quarterback play being a factor coaches the coaching factor you have two legendary coaches on both sidelines coaching staffs are not a fact not, not, not a thing for me you got gene chizik as defense coordinator for north carolina who i think will do a good enough job to win the game but the quarterback play my lack of faith in dj uingle i don't nice. know if I, did i say that right you i got nailed it no oh, okay and my faith my uh, way to butcher it. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> My faith in May. I think that uh, is it Drake May. I think you're right. Drake May. Yeah, Luke May is the older brother. Drake May. Okay. Drake May. After watching Spencer Rattler do what he did to Clemson, I think Drake May has a field day. I think Drake May goes I in there, especially after the game they had against Georgia Tech. I think they're going to be completely different. I think where Clemson wins this game is a line of scrimmage. Because if you look at the game against South Carolina, South Carolina. The line of scrimmage game was dominated by Clemson. Mm-hmm. But South Carolina did the same thing to Clemson that they did to UT, and they just threw it all over the yard. That, that And that's what I'm getting at. Because Drake May I mean, is a is a far better quarterback than Spencer Rattler, and they are going to throw it all over the yard. It's a good possibility. I, now, I'd be, again, I'd be like I said, see, I think this is definitely the best pass rush they're, be, they're going to see. I know it's going to sound crazy. It, well, I don't care. I will be surprised if North Carolina doesn't win this game. I think they definitely giving them points, giving them seven and a half points. Absolutely, I would take that. It, 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 it is a stretch. Su- it is a stretch. I'll give you that. I will be surprised if they don't. Yeah, I think seven and a half is kind of high. I figured like three, maybe. Right. Um, for conference championship. But anyways, I'm taking North Carolina. Next game on our list: Purdue at Michigan. This game is being played at Lucas Oil Stadium. It is an eight o'clock kick on Fox. Michigan. 
17 and a half point favorites. And did I go to you first last time, Austin? I can't remember. No, he went to, oh, you went to Jesse. Can you yeah, repeat that? No, no, he, he did good. Eh, I don't care. It don't matter. Okay, so I'll go to Austin first, just, just for argument's sake. Purdue at Michigan, Lucas Oil Stadium, 8 o'clock on Fox, 17 and a half point favorites to Michigan. They're giving Purdue 17 and a half. That's a lot of points. That is a lot of points to a team that has in the past proved to that, be yeah. to be deadly against teams like this. Well, and not just that, but Michigan's not really done a very good job of covering these big spreads. But I don't know. Give that's it, very true. But now I'm they like, also I know, I know. That's why I'm sitting covered here last week against Ohio State. You know, in a big way. Uh, I'm just gonna go on the information that I, I don't I don't think a certain player is playing in this game. Um, How about the running back? I don't know who I'm talking about. You just <laughs> shut your mouth. How about that? <laughs> anyway, Blake Corum. I don't know if he's playing. I know I didn't I didn't look at this ahead of time. I don't know if he's playing or not. I know he didn't play against Ohio State. Am I right there? Didn't play against most did. of the game. I think he did, did he rest. He didn't play. Oh, I don't think he played. I didn't and know if he, if he maybe played a few drives and then went out. I, I knew he didn't finish the game most of the game. I was, I'm going to say before before you make your pick. I'm sorry. Just I want to throw this out there. The freshman had a phenomenal game. He, he's still very good. Right. You all realize I can't think of his name. You all realize where he's from. Seven. The the freshman running back that started for Michigan. I think his number was seven. I don't know his name. He's from Memphis, Tennessee. He's from Memphis, Tennessee. Um, watching that was depressing. Um, What's that? I don't I don't know his name. I didn't look it up. No. I don't remember the name. Uh, but yes, he is from from Memphis, Tennessee, and he ran all over the Ohio State defense. Now, granted, he had some you know some good blocking up front that gave him those holes, but still, he had a day. Um, but anyways, I'm sorry, Austin, I cut you off. I just I just thought that you guys might enjoy that little little snippet. Donovan Edwards. Ah, thank you. Did I say the high school? To me, seventeen and a half. His birthplace was West Bloomingfield, Michigan. Okay, maybe that's not him. Maybe it's, a, maybe it's a different freshman. But what did you say, Austin? I'm sorry. 17 and a half points just feels like a lot. It, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Purdue. I think I don't think it. I think I think probably Michigan still wins by two scores, but I don't I don't know if they win by 21. Because when I see the 17 and a half, that's, that's essentially kind of what I see is they need to win by. Yeah. Realistically, unless there's just some kind of crazy score. Yeah. But. Um, and I'm. I wouldn't be surprised either way. I don't think Purdue has a shot at winning it, but no, I I think it's a, how, di- a different way of looking at the game that Jesse looked at the Clemson North Carolina. I don't think Purdue has a shot to win the game. No, I do think they have a shot to cover the seventeen and a half point spread. I don't know that I'm willing. We'll to say take too those it. Purdue teams that knocked <clears throat> off the Ohio State teams in the past had yeah. Rondell Moore, like very good like athletes at receiver. Right. I just don't know if they have that this year. Well, and most of the time when they beat them at home, I think it was they were playing. It's usually not game at home. At, at Purdue. Yeah, crazy. You know, not, not a crazy environment, but as crazy as Purdue's going to get. Right. Um, 17 and a half points is a lot. I, I, part of me wants to say that I think Michigan gets up by, you know, a couple scores, 17 points right around where the spread is, and then pulls pulls back. They don't want to get anybody hurt for the playoffs, mm-hmm. because you know there's nothing worse than you're up big, you keep your starters in, and all yeah. of a sudden there's an injury that happens, 
and you've got to look. A Henry Hooker situation. hundred yeah. percent. You get a, you know, and I'm not wishing an injury on anybody, but you get right. a torn ACL or you you get a torn pec. You get something that you're going to be out for multiple weeks and you're, you lose that position for a play. I mean, if you're winning, why, why risk that? Right. Having said that, I think that Michigan is better across the board. And for one, to be different from Austin, and two, because I actually think it's going to happen, I think Michigan does win and win convincingly. I, would, I want to say about 24 points or more. See, I kind of – I'm torn here because I think – I mean, Michigan obviously is the better team, far better team. How hilarious, though. Like, this is the this is the perfect – and, I, you know, I, we talked about it. We've talked about it for weeks. This would be the funny, you know, the, the, the perfect game to drop one to because Michigan's not – they've been very sporadic. Like, they've not looked dominant. The, the most dominant game they've had was last week. And they've been up and down, played to the strength of their their opponent, and so this would be hilarious to watch them drop this one to Purdue. <laughs> and they, I mean, they're still in the playoff, but yeah. it would yeah. still be funny. Um, I know I'm going to regret this, but I think because I know I'm, what's going to happen as soon as I make this pick is they're going to cover it. But I think I'm going to take Michigan. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm afraid of. Like I said. I can very well see Purdue keeping this at a you know a fourteen to seventeen point ball game, and it not covering. I think it was the same thing last week when we talked about was it Alabama and Auburn, yeah, and I think yeah. the line was like it was crazy, like twenty two and a half points. Yeah, and I, we, I think me and you both, yes, he took Auburn, took or Alabama no, to cover no, the twenty two and a half. No, you two, I took Auburn. Okay, well, it was yeah. me, me and Austin and they, took. It was twenty two. Yeah, and half a point half off. Half point got us. So, and, and that's what I worry about with this one. Um, but I, I mean, I'm with you. I think Michigan does. Uh, does get this? Um, next game on the list is LSU and Georgia. This game is being played. Am I mistaken? In Atlanta. Yeah, it is in Atlanta. Yeah. Okay. Uh, four o'clock kick on CBS. The line is seventeen and a half to Georgia. I'm going to keep this real short and sweet. I don't think LSU has any shot in the world, especially after last week in the A&M debacle, of keeping this close. Give me Georgia to cover the 17-and-a-half, and I feel better about that pick than I do about the Michigan pick. Yeah, I think I do too. I think I'm thinking Georgia. I'm going to take Georgia. I'm going to be simple with it. <laughs> okay. Short I, don't, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I mean, especially after the, the debacle that was Saturday night. Yeah, you A&M. can't lose A and M and then come back and there's A&M. no way. Well, let me ask this question, and just yes or no is, is fine. If LSU beat A and M by I don't know a touchdown, ten points, do you think the line is closer this week? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. <clears throat> yeah, I think so too. I think I think the line would probably be more along the line of like nine and a half to ten instead of it being seventeen. Yeah, I think this. Probably. I just I think this LSU team is just so sporadic. I I, I feel like we said this all year that you just never know what you're going to get with them. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you're either going to get beat by twenty seven. You're either going to get a really solid football Alabama. team, or you. I mean, you just mm-hmm. don't know what you're going to get. You know, it's. Or lose to Florida State. Well, to be completely honest, I mean, it's no different than the Brian Kelly Notre Dame teams. Yeah, they just they just have more potential to show those colors because yeah, they play tougher because they play tougher opponents. 
though. So. Yeah, I agree. So the second to last game on our list is Kansas State at TCU. This game is being played at AT&T Stadium. It's a noon kickoff on ABC. TCU is a two-and-a-half point favorite. I'm going to go to Jesse first on this one. I kind of think, you know, it's tough to beat the same team twice. And Kansas State, and I feel like TCU and Kansas State was a close game, was it not? Like a seven-point ball game or something? I think so. Um, I want to say Kansas State and take the points, but at the same time, I feel like TCU understands what's at stake. Um, Max is it Max Dugan? Sam Dugan? I don't know. Max Dugan? Sam? Sam? I don't. I don't know. Dugan? Dugan? Duggan? Whatever is it? How you say his name? I don't know how to say it. Um, thirty-eight twenty-eight was the okay ten point ball game. Okay. I, I will say not to interrupt you. The coaching display that TCU had the final three minutes of that. I think on both sides of the ball in that Baylor game Saturday was like abysmal, and uh, what's TCU's? Coach's name, um, Sunny Docks. Sunny Docks. He said they practiced the. Uh, you guys know what I'm referring to the, the field goal. Are you talking about two weeks ago the Baylor game? What did I say? I think it's the last. The, uh, yeah, the, I mean, I mean, I, you talking I about where they I'm they got down the field and then they brought on the field goal team and kicked it right as Correct. the time not, was not going. Not the Iowa State game this past there, but yeah, two weeks ago. Yeah, that was crazy. Baylor. He says they practiced that. But that might be the dumbest thing I've ever seen. They almost lost because of that. Like, had had that kicker missed that, his head's on like a chopping board. Well, not only that, that but is the worst. had they not gotten everybody in and out quick enough, I mean, well, terrible clock management. I really wondered, too, when that happened, if Dave Miranda uh, would not call, call a timeout like with one second left. Just to, you know, freeze him. Obviously they See, I, I wondered that. Why are you not calling timeout? But I think it was he didn't think they were going to get it off. Right. I think he thought time was going to expire, and I get that. You don't want to give them any more time to get, you know, get what they need. But I get it. You, you, let, the, you let the play be on the, on the field, and I, you I get have, all I mean, that. But. I think they had one or, or no timeouts, and they ran the ball twice to get the ball to the middle of the field. I think no, I think the last play was a run, but I think the one before that was a pass. I could be wrong, but yeah, was, I was, was watching that. And I, was, I mean, I I don't know why you if you do practice that. I don't know why you practice that. I I will say, but, speaking of coaching, Coach Klein has done a great job at Kansas State to get them in a Big Twelve championship in a short amount of time as he's been at Kansas State. Um, man, I don't know. I've taken a couple chances. You know what? I'm taking a chance. I'm gonna take a chance. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Kansas State. I'm, I'm gonna go with Coach Klein and say that it's t- it's hard to beat the same team twice and ride with these two and a, two and a half measly points. Might as well be a money line. Pick. It is almost a money line pick. Um, who did, who are you taking, Austin? I'm, I think I missed that. Are you having? I think I, I really want TCU to lose because, and I get people. I get we've talked about this already about TCU. If they do lose, they probably are still in. I'm not in that party. I don't think they should be in if they lose, but I'm going to pick them to win and get in the playoff. And they're probably going to get hosed by Michigan. 
Well, here's my thing, and and I'll make this real short and sweet. Is TCU wins? They or if they lose, they're still in. They're probably going to be the four seed, and they're going to get hosed by Georgia. I think they're getting hosed either way. But that's I just, what I'm I saying. Would, I yeah. just think they're going to get hosed either way, and I think you're going to get you would in my mind you get a better game between Georgia and Ohio State than you do Georgia and TCU or Georgia and USC. I think Ohio State offensively can give Georgia a better game. I still think Georgia wins. Yeah. I think, uh, give me whatever line. I think Georgia covers. But I think that Ohio State can give them a better game than either one of TCU or USC. I think if TCU and USC both lose on Saturday, though, USC's out. Ohio State USC is four. Out. TCU stays at three. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Um, but regardless, I, I've not been that impressed with TCU. I know they've not lost. But it just seems like not every week, but about every other week, you're going, oh, is TCU going to lose this week? There's a good chance of it. Yeah. Uh, is TCU going to pull this one out? It's, it's Cincinnati from a year ago. It's I'm not disagreeing. The same situation, I mean. It's I, I'm not disagreeing with, with anything you're saying, but they're going to be in the playoff and they're going to get hosed by whoever they play. No, they are. And I think it's going to be two straight losses for TCU. I think Kansas State wins this game. Um, like I said, two and a half points doesn't really do a whole lot for me, but I think Kansas State is Who did Austin take? Um, TCU? TCU. TCU, okay. Last game on the list, and this is the game that I'm actually really interested in seeing, is Utah – Playing USC, it says at USC on my paper, but the game is being played in Las Vegas at Allegiant Stadium. Friday at 8 on Fox. USC is a two-and-a-half point favorite. I've lost track of who goes first, so I'll take the lead on this one. It seems like, Jesse, you know, we, we talked about last year, we picked against Utah twice with Oregon. We picked against them. Or no, actually, I think we how, – how did we pick that game – Last week, I can't remember now or two weeks ago. Um, and we the got Utah it right. Oregon game. Yeah. Um, and we got it right. I can't remember now. I, I really think, don't I think remember. We both picked Utah. We may have. We, may, we may have both picked Oregon and got it wrong. Um, it's hard, it's hard to beat the same team twice. This game is not being played in Utah. Actually, I did take Oregon again. I remember that now because I, because I said, you know, they have Bo Nix this time. It's different, and it wasn't different. It wasn't different, right. Well, well Joe Nix showed up. But anyways, this game is not being played in Utah. This game is being played in Las Vegas. Not a home team for USC, but the, the travel's a little better. USC two-and-a-half-point favorites. They've got everything to gain from being in and everything to lose. If they lose this game, they're out of the playoffs. Absolutely. They they know that. They've already had the loss in the season. They're not in the same boat as TCU is. So, give me USC on a neutral site field to cover a two-and-a-half-point spread. I think they win this game by ten. And I think it's going to be a very high-scoring affair. I think Caleb Williams has a day. I think Utah has a, plays well with them. But I could see this being a, you know, a 49 to, you know, 38 ball game. I mean, I think USC is going to have a, have a, have a time. Have a great day and get into the playoffs, and then you know we'll talk about it later. But I think it hosts by Georgia. Uh the if you watch the Utah USC game, um, the uh, the reaction that Caleb Williams had after that game, it was about what mid season, yeah, mid about mid season, week six seven. His reaction was what you want to see out of your your starting quarterback. Yeah. He was physically 
hurting mm-hmm. from that loss and by a field goal. You lost by a field goal in Utah. Right. Lost by one, right? 42, 41, or 42, 43. Oh, was that? Okay. I thought, I, my, my mistake. They lost on a field goal. I was thinking it was a three-point game, but you, it, I think you're right. I think it was just a one-point loss. Um, but lost in a heartbreaker, and he was upset. And I think that this loss has fueled the, the run that they've had. Um, I think that they probably win by a couple scores on Saturday – or Friday, excuse me. It's a Friday game. Um, I'm taking USC. I think that Caleb Williams has a heck of a game. Lincoln Riley calls a heck of a game. And USC gets the win. USC, they got a lot on the line. Yeah. I mean, I, that's, that's really what it comes down to, though. It comes down to if you win, you're in the playoffs. If you're if you lose, then what? You're not even a New York six New Year New Year's six bowl. No, because, yeah, because Utah you know would saying? go to the the Rose, the Rose Bowl. Yeah. Um, so I mean, that's what it boils down to. You you go from playing in a major bowl. There's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of money. Yeah. To being in the playoffs, yeah, I mean, like gaining a lot of money. Utah obviously doesn't. I mean, Utah wants to spoil that for them. So I mean, I, I'm sure they're going to come out with a fire under them. But, but uh, that offense is something to see. And yeah, this is no disrespect to anything that. Uh, and I know that. I mean, I get Utah's done, Utah I mean, won earlier in the year. There was a lot of emotion in that game. It was a home game. Was it a night game? Yes, it was. It was a night game. So. A little bit different cards being played right now. So well, see, that's what that's what for me. This game, where it's being played, location matters. It's not in Utah. So I think emotions are going to be high either way because Utah is going to want to repeat. Uh, USC wants to re- not only redeem the loss but get into the playoffs and have a shot at least against Georgia. So I I think USC USC's clicking a little bit different than they were then too. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Um, and you know and this right. I'm, I'm gonna hit this real quick, and then we'll we'll end the podcast. Is you might start seeing a little more of a swing as far as the West Coast goes nationally, because if you can get the spotlight on USC, all of a sudden you know Oregon and UCLA, some of those teams start getting a little more eyes on them from the national media, just because you know you got a national contender in your conference. And it's the same thing with the ACC. You know, ACC, for the biggest part, is not very good. But why does everybody watch? Well, they watch because of Clemson. And, well, now North Carolina. But, anyways, that's it for me. Do you guys have anything else? I'm good. Nope. Nope. <clears throat> well, as I wait for the outro to start, guys, I appreciate everything that you guys do. This has been the Gridiron Gurus. Guys, check us out on Facebook and on TikTok. Pick with us. Let us know how you're doing. I, like I said, guys, we pick – with the spread in mind. This is not a straight game pick. So, love it. Guys, until next time, appreciate it.